The Arizona Coyotes are back on the road, set to face off against the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm going to talk about that and more on today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. Your Locked On Coyotes, your daily podcast on the Arizona Coyotes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everybody. Welcome to today's episode of Locked On Coyotes. I'm your host, Carl Pavlock. Uh, before we get started, I do want to thank you for making Locked On Coyotes your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts, including on YouTube. So you can feel free to watch me in my very, very dark office because I can't get the lighting right. But don't worry about that. We're going to be mostly talking about some hockey today. Just going to be me. Uh, my co-host Robin is out in California seeing some family. So I'm going to be taking over uh, and talking about this game because we have an exciting one coming up. Battle of the Desert, Arizona Coyotes versus the Vegas Golden Knights. The Coyotes went from facing one of the worst teams in the Eastern Conference and the Montreal Canadiens earlier this week to facing one of the top teams in the West. That's always fun, right? Um, and they're going to be facing the Kings next, second best team in the Pacific. So, boy, that schedule sure is good. Eh, at least they're not on the road for 14 games. This is just a one-game road trip. Nice little break from uh, from home. Uh, maybe a chance to, for some good to actually happen with the Coyotes. Uh, let's start with that. The Coyotes dropped their last game against the Montreal Canadiens 3-2 in overtime. It was their second straight loss. They also lost to the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, before that, they've been looking good. Um, they beat both the Boston Bruins. They beat the Philadelphia Flyers. They beat the New York Islanders. Three you know, good teams. Came time to face some of the weaker teams, just kind of fell apart. It happens. You would hope it wouldn't happen, but it, it does happen. Um, and yeah, so that means the Coyotes continuing to drop games. Um, like I said in yesterday's episode, I thought that the Coyotes did better in a lot of areas. They're a more disciplined team. They are a. They were able to dictate play. A lot of good things that came in last night's game um, from when I'm recording this. So, you know, hopefully there's something to improve on. And I do think there is some benefit to a road trip, uh, especially a short one like this. There were very few benefits to the Coyotes being on a 14-game road trip. Uh, I think kind of the one thing we came up with... Um, it really helped the team bond, it seems, or at least that was kind of the general vibe. The 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 team, you know, when you're on the road like that, you're gonna get to know people real quick because you're on the plane with them, you're away from your families, you're away from your friends, kind of the only people you can bond with. But road trips also allow you to kind of break with the routine. Um get out of your head for a little bit, simplify your game. You're not necessarily playing up to the home crowd. You're away. So you're just kind of 
doing what you need to. It, it's why there's a difference in you know road periods versus or road games versus home games uh, that you kind of notice a lot. Um, teams that are really great on the road sometimes are pretty bad at home. Uh, so there's definitely that that difference. Um, and a quick trip like this, hopefully the Coyotes are going to get the benefit from that. Um, I was actually looking into the last time these two teams met because they did meet earlier in the year. Uh, Castle was on the road to getting his Ironman streak still, I believe, or it may have passed. I, I do not remember where he was at with that. But the Coyotes did not have a good game. They fell 4-1 to the Golden Knights. Um, it was one of a series of games where the Coyotes gave up four goals, which was was not fun to watch. Uh, I, I don't know if you watched all four. I did. It was not good. Um, the goal scorers for the Golden Knights, Alex Petrangelo, uh, William Carrier, Mark Stone, Riley Smith. Those names are going to sound familiar to pretty much anyone. They're They're pretty key parts of the Vegas Golden Knights. Lone goal scorer for the Coyotes, Clayton Keller. J.J. Mosier with the assist. Um, so, yeah, definitely you know, not a great night for the Coyotes. But you'll notice two names that are frequently coming up now. Um, neither Jacob Chikrin nor Nick Schmaltz played in that game. So the Coyotes having them back should certainly be helpful. I would also argue that that game was was fairly early in the schedule. It was early no or middle of November, um, and I, I think it was before we really saw Nick Bugstad hit his stride. He's become such a solid five on five player. Uh, I don't remember Lawson Kraus being as effective. Uh, Matias Michelli was definitely slower. Like the team has definitely gotten better. We're getting more offense out of players that the team that we need offense out of, but you know, it, it's not great yet. So I don't know. Th- this is another interesting one. A- as I always talk about the coyotes are a team that needs to surprise their opponents. Um, and I-, I wonder if they can, they ha- they have a few extra players. They're really bad. Um, Vegas though. I, I think they're going to have some reasons to, to be anticipating, a trap game. So I am not entirely sure that they're going to be able to, you know, sneak one past, but we'll see. Uh, it is definitely, you know, the, the coyotes team that we watched earlier this week that we're watching now is very much the same coyotes team that, uh, that lost to the golden Knights, but there, there's some key differences. And I do think that those differences are steps in the right directions for the desert dogs. So, Glad to see it. Uh, anyways, I'm going to talk about the, a little bit more. Talk about the Vegas perspective uh, in the next segment. But real first, I do need to mention that today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online is the number one source for sports betting information, stats, news, and analysis. It's where you can get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From pro football to college bowl season to basketball and the World Cup. They've got it all at Bet Online. And if you love sports podcasts, which of course you do because you're listening to a sports podcast, you can find those on Bet Online as well. They're the fastest and easiest way to get all of your betting information. 
You can head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online, where the game starts. And we're back. Carl Pavlock, Locked On Coyotes, talking to you about tonight's upcoming game against the Golden Knights. Um, and, you know, not going to lie, this one's tough. The Golden Knights, I don't remember them. I don't remember where they were in the standings the last time they met the Coyotes. But they have certainly gotten better. Uh, they're the top team in the Pacific Division by a comfortable margin. Six points ahead of the Los Angeles Kings. Uh, they have played the same number of games. Uh, next team down is the Seattle Kraken. Golden Knights have played four more games, and they have eight more points. So I guess if the Kraken went on a win streak and won them all, we could potentially be talking about something. Uh, but that's not the case. Uh, also, kind of key to note, the Golden Knights are one of three teams that have a positive goal differential in the Pacific. Uh, the Kings are not one of them. The Kings actually give up a lot of goals, surprisingly. They're a minus 10. Uh, the other two are the Kraken and the Edmonton Oilers. Weird. I would, I would not necessarily picture the Oilers as a good defensive team, uh, but there you go. Uh, they also score a lot, so I'm sure that helps. But anyways, Golden Knights, 5-5-0 five, five, oh, in their last 10. Really good. Um, but they have lost their la their previous two games. They come into tonight's game on a two-game losing streak, um, which is why I do not think they're going to be underestimating the Coyotes. Uh, those two uh, teams may sound familiar. Uh, the Buffalo Sabres and the New York Islanders. Uh, two teams that the Coyotes are very familiar with. Uh, the Islanders actually went from losing to the Coyotes to being the Golden Knights 5-2 um, the very next night. Can, can, you, can you imagine that for a second? Like, you lose to the Coyotes. Like, one of the worst teams in the league. A team that people thought is going to be historically bad. And then the next night you go and beat the, the Vegas Golden Knights uh, 5-2. Like, sure, why not? Uh, as I've mentioned before, hockey is a dumb sport and dumb things happen. So, I guess that's bound to happen. Um, the game against the Buffalo Sabres was a bit closer. 3-2. Um... And, you know, like I said, Vegas is 5-5 in their last 10. They've got some, uh, you know, good wins. Uh, beat the Winnipeg Jets 6-5. Looking at uh, Boston Bruins 4-3 in the shootout. Um, uh, beat the, uh, I was going to say, well, They've also beat the Philadelphia Flyers 2-1 in overtime. And the Chicago Blackhawks. 4-1 in regulation. That doesn't sound impressive, and it's not. It, it, it really isn't impressive to beat the Chicago Blackhawks, for example, or, or to a lesser extent, the Flyers. Um, they have also beaten the Red Wings. Sure, it's slightly better. But it does tell you an important thing. Um, to me, that says that the Golden Knights aren't a team that's going to automatically 
automatically play down to their opposition because there are definitely teams like that. Um, and having watched the Coyotes through three rebuilds, I can tell you that there are teams like that. There are teams that play their best against the best competition. And when they're playing against weaker competition, for whatever reason, they're just not as good. Um, and that is, you know, it's a good problem to have, if I'm being perfectly honest. Like, I talk about the Coyotes. I, I have never had the issue be their opponent, or they play poorly against bad teams, but they do good against good teams. Maybe, like, once that's been the season narrative that I've had to go with. But, yeah, no, the Coyotes are just bad against all teams, pretty much. But that plus the two-game losing streak. Now, if you're listening at home, you're probably saying, but Carl, what about that Buffalo Sabres game? Isn't that, you know, a sign that, you know, the Golden Knights play down to an opponent? Sure, yeah, you it definitely is. Um, it, it's not necessarily something that I expect them to do every time. Like, you're not seeing a consistent trend of it, but it's definitely a possibility. Um, and looking at that Sabres game, it was, you know, seems like a very coyotes kind of win no no it's not um so what happened with that scoreless first period that seems like a coyotes thing um and then the sabers get three goals in the second period uh jeffrey skinner tage thompson lawrence Pelou. uh apologies Lars, if i mispronounce your name all score within uh, about 12 minutes. So you know, the Coyotes, if they had given up three goals, that, that'd be a very Coyotes thing, but they didn't. Um, and then Buffalo was kind of able to coast to that. Um, the Golden Knights tried to come back. They got goals from Chandler Stevenson and Riley Smith uh, in the third period, but they couldn't do it. Um, and, and that is like one of those kind of, you know, Catch them by surprise wins, uh, especially considering the Golden Knights outshot the Sabres pretty much the entire game. Um, yeah, so, but, you know, it's one of those things I don't necessarily expect them to do twice in a row. Um, but Vegas is dealing with some pretty key injuries. Uh, the biggest is Jack Eichel is back hurt, um, which is always unfortunate. I, I would really like to see. Eichel stay healthy and just kind of show what he can do. Um, it does look like he is going to be out till early January. So not too bad, but you know, still missing time. And you know, it's the coyotes gain if they can play a Jack Eichel list, uh, buff or New York. Sorry. Uh, Vegas golden Knights. Mixing up my Jack Eichel teams and states. Um, but, you know, let's see what they can do. Uh, I don't know. Um, we're going to talk about the score next. Uh, that is going to be our final segment. But I do also want to just say, real quick, thanks again for making Lockdown Coyotes your first listen today. And now for your second listen, you can check out Locked On Sports Today. Um, Locked On Sports Today is the biggest stories in the sports world in 20 minutes or less, plus instant reactions, game recaps, and Locked On's take of the day. Locked On Sports Today is available on YouTube 
and wherever you get your podcasts. And again, this is Carl Pavlock, Locked On Coyotes. Again, just going to be me for today, um, which is real unfortunate because it's the segment I don't like doing the most when I'm by myself. Uh, The final segment, where we look at the odds, um, which unfortunately I do not have in front of me. They are currently not available. But as I always say, the Coyotes are going to be the underdogs. Pretty much always point and a half. Uh, look, six, six and a half, seven, somewhere around there. Uh, the the odds don't really seem important to me when you're the Coyotes, just because it's always going to be kind of the same. Uh, if you are looking for percentages, um, yeah, I don't know. Um, the Coyotes don't win a lot, and they're always the underdogs. It's 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 what they like to be. So, what do I predict this game is going to be? Like I said, uh, I, I do not foresee the Vegas Golden Knights taking the Coyotes not seriously. Unfortunately, I've been wrong uh, in I think my last couple of predictions. I thought the the Islanders were going to beat the Coyotes, and I thought the Coyotes were going to be the beat the Canadians. Wrong on both counts. So. I am not too confident in my prediction, but you know, I'm just going to go with my gut and, and hope that the the years I have of hockey knowledge is just working behind the scenes to give me the right answer. Uh, I am going to predict a close one. I am going to say four three Vegas in regulation. Uh. I'm going off that four goals. Uh, I think that Vegas just has a lot of offensive weapons. They're going to be able to score on the Coyotes. They're also going to get solid enough goaltending to keep the Coyotes off. Uh, I have a feeling that the Coyotes' penchant for penalties is going to return against a tougher opponent. Uh, I think that you know they didn't have as many against Montreal because Montreal is also not a great team. Vegas is... A, a much better team, B, a more physical team than I would say the Montreal Canadiens are. So I think that is going to to lead to the Coyotes taking some dumb penalties. Uh, I would not be surprised if we get a too many men on the ice call today. Um, Just always seems to happen when the Coyotes are flustered. I imagine this game is going to fluster them. But at the same time, I do think there is going to be improvement versus the last time these two teams met. Like I said, that game was a 4-1 Vegas victory. So I, I think the Coyotes are going to take that next step. Uh, I, I can definitely see both Schmaltz and Chikrin um, and Keller, uh, honestly, being on the score sheet tonight. Um, but I, I don't know if it is going to be enough. Uh, I am also a little curious to see what the Coyotes are going to do goaltending-wise. Um, thought Vimelka looked pretty good against Montreal, but do they really want to keep playing him? Um, it, one of the things that, um, Robin and I talked a lot about is Vimelka really seemed to thrive with a veteran goaltender who can sub in for games and he has not needed that as much, but he is still 
very, you know, this is a second year in the NHL. It's a tough schedule. I, I am kind of wondering if he's maybe getting burnt out a little bit um, or if the team is shopping him. So they want to make sure that he is as visible as possible. I don't know. Um, it, it kind of remains to be seen. Goaltending, I think, is definitely going to be key for this one. But yeah, I think it's going to be close. Uh, I, I think the Coyotes are going to be able to, you know, make it a competitive game. But I, I just don't see them having the finish, um, which is yeah, just a like I said, consistent problem with the Coyotes this season. They're just lacking something. Well, they're lacking a lot of things, but they're lacking that kind of ability to close out a game uh, to. Score the much-needed point to to finish a period strong. They they don't have that yet. Um, it's it's something that I think they're going to need. You know, Logan Cooley to be ready in a couple of years. Dylan Gunther to be you know playing at his best. Like I think those kind of guys are going to give them what they need. But they just you know, they don't have that right now. Uh, I think they have enough to make things interesting but not enough to really, you know, make a team like the Golden Knights worried. And, you know, they they are a for, former division rival, and I think there's something to that. I, I think that, you know, as much as the NHL wants to artificially make geographic rivals, the Coyotes and the Golden Knights have, have a little bit something there, and I don't think the Golden Knights are going to sleep on them. Um, Plus, they got a former Coyote, Phil Kessel, to to tell him to you know take things seriously. Uh, let's see how things are going with him. Uh, I'm starting to see rumblings that his Iron Man streak may end soon, which, um, yeah, was something that uh, we talked about a lot in the off season. Uh, just once he got that milestone, there's not really as much pressure to keep playing him if you're a team like the Golden Knights. Um, but anyways, I do want to just say one last time. Thank you for making Lockdown Coyotes your first listen today. Um, now, make Lockdown Sports Today your second listen. Uh, Peter Bukowski brings you the biggest stories from around the sports world in 20 minutes. You can get the analysis and opinions before anyone else with our local and national experts and insiders. Lockdown Sports Today podcast available on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, in terms for the podcast, you can follow that on Twitter. It's LO underscore Coyotes. Uh, find me on Five for Howling. Um, I should have the preview up by the time you're listening, so you can read what I had to say in written form. It's not exactly what I had to say, but uh, I usually... It's, it's the same kind of place. You know, you, you know how it works when podcasters are also writing this stuff. You know sports podcasts. Um, but you can also find the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Like I said, it's also on YouTube, so you can be watching me in my poorly lit office. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for all you do as we come into this uh, holiday season and with New Year's fast approaching. Thank you so much. Hope you're staying safe out there. Hope you're staying healthy. And don't forget to howl on. Ah!